All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sooner or Later podcast, your only podcast, the only one ever in existence to have four people with a girl sit around and talk about movies that they like or they don't like, depending on whether or not somebody picks a shit movie. Go watch the Bad Moms review. (laughs) (laughs) This week on episode 20, we're going to be talking about I Love You, Man. Uh, and our astute cast that's joining me is Alex, the mother of horror Medina, Eric, the talent Nieto, James, the master <laughs> debater Lopez, and that's me. my favorite one. <laughs> me. Uh, okay, so James, uh, you picked I Love You Man, so hit us with that synopsis. Alrighty, uh, so successful real estate man, Peter, uh, I forgot his last name. Clayton. Clayton? Clavin. Clavin. Has it all. A great job, a beautiful home, and a loving wife-to-be. Unfortunately, due to his devotion to both his work and fiance Zoe, Peter has failed to make any friends. With his wedding fast approaching, the pressure is on to find a best man, and so Peter embarks on on several desperate attempts to find a best buddy. I love that they call him a real estate man. Like, yeah. what the fuck? He, a real estate agent is the word. I love Google. It's so well, funny. it's kind of weird, too, the way they explain it, too, because, like, uh, he, like, pretty much just meets her for the most part. I didn't realize how Eight soon months, they dude. were together. Eight yeah. Months. But the way they have this scene, it's like he's been in, you know, his whole life has been dedicated to this woman. And it's like, no, not really. And they only drop that he's a serial monogamous, the one scene. It's like yeah. the scene at dinner when they're like, well, you know, he has always chased the poon, and so yeah. he hasn't had any <laughs> best friends. From badge to badge is like a line or something like that. <laughs> All right, hold on. We'll get there. Why'd you pick the movie? Uh, well, one, I like Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I wanted to do a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, I forgot this movie. I thought this movie came out not as long ago as it did. <laughs> yeah, I legit thought this movie was like in the past couple of years at best. It's just from 2015? No, no it's 2009. It's old. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I like, I mean, I like Paul Rudd and like, I kind of just wanted to do like, uh, I wouldn't mind doing like stuff led by him for the most part. Is this the birth of a Paul Rudd podcast? It can be. The, the, no. The, the PRP. He said no. Or the, yeah, the PRP. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Next. <laughs> oh, we're just going to jump all over the timeline and say <laughs> Yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, the production of the movie, it's directed by John Hamburg. I don't know what he did. Uh, I didn't bother to look. Uh, produced yeah, by Donald DeLine and John Hamburg. Screenplay by John Hamburg and Larry Levin. And story by Larry Levin. Um, box office information. On a budget of $40 million, it had a domestic gross of $71.4 million, international gross of $20.5 million, and a worldwide total of $91.9 million. Um, so not great, <laughs> but not bad, I guess, for a comedy either. Uh, yeah, and a rated R comedy in 2009, I feel like that's... It was rated R, yeah. The shit true. was rated R? Uh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. had the context of the movie and like the jokes, it had to be. So the director, like other two movies he's done, like similar to this, are like a, a Long Came Polly Little and like Why Him. So shit did movies. He... Yeah. <laughs> well, but he, he produced those. He didn't direct those. Well, yeah. Same thing. And you can. Tell. He produced. I love you, man. So what do you? I mean, he produced a lot. Well, of but stuff. he directed this one too. Yeah. Um, he's one. So was two, this his three, directorial four, debut? No. Oh okay. Uh, it would be Safe Men. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> okay. Some 1980... 
1998 movie. Super big flop, I'm assuming. It says he wrote Zoolander. Oh. And Meet the Parents. I mean, he's done some good writing credits. He, he does have good writing yeah. credits. Okay. Um, oh, he's been an actor. He has been an actor, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Rotten Tomato score. Uh, it had a tomato meter of 83% from the critics uh, with 207 um, uh, submissions. And then 74% from audience with 1,551,225 user ratings. Means- I feel like for both, though, that's a lot. Like, even the, like, why did so many critics, critics see this movie? This- well, yeah. you gotta remember, right? So Paul Rudd is always gonna be Paul Rudd. So he's always yeah. he's always super popular. Um, and then this was wasn't this at the start of or pretty far into How I Met Your Mother? And isn't this after forgetting Maybe. Sarah Marshall? Or, this is after forgetting Sarah Marshall. See, yeah. so Jason Siegel was a motherfucking star. Yeah, this is when he was about to be like like the next like comedian guy. Right. So it's not super surprising that a ton of people saw it, right? I mean, he's no, Marshmallow. Duh. He is Judge Fudge. He is Judge Fudge. <laughs> Who? He is Beer Khalees. <laughs> Jason Segel, you, you've seen How I Met Your Mother, right, Eric? Yeah, those are all no, How I Met Your Mother I don't references. Watch shit fucking shows. Ooh, uh, first of all, it's like an all time great sitcom. Well, right? hold on, but that doesn't mean it's good, though. It's alright. Yeah, it does. It's okay. critics, enough critics like it that it classified Yeah, but it had a weak ending. That's a different yeah, podcast for a Yeah, but a lot time. of stuff has weak endings. Yeah, that's true. All right. Not Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is not. <laughs> it's so far from a weekend. Nah, it's overrated. You're an idiot. Um, okay. Overrated. <laughs> Galaxy. You're just a contrarian, James. Yeah, that is. He's being the master <laughs> debater. It's just a hot game. take. <laughs> it's not even that hot. It's a lukewarm <laughs> take. All right, Galaxy, when was the last time you saw it? Today. Okay, when was the first time you saw it? Today. Wow, so you're <laughs> fresh, dude. Yeah. Wow. I never That's even heard of this movie. You popped your I love you man cherry. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Wow. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, the la- So the last time I saw it was today. And then before that, it had to have been like maybe freshman <laughs> or sophomore year of college. So shit, like 2014. <laughs> I've not gone back to watch this movie at all. Uh, Eric. Yesterday was the first and last time I will see this. Film. Oh my wow. god. I love wow. it. Talk about a hot take. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Alright, James, what about you? Most recently. Uh, so the last, last time I seen it was this morning, and I've seen it two other times, but That's I it. really have no idea when I could have seen them. Like, because <laughs> I want to say it was like. Like, for real, though, like, I want to say and it was closer. Fervor dream. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> yeah. I woke up from a stupor. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact I've seen it two other times. One had to be around release, because I remember when it came out, but I didn't see it in theaters. And then I had seen it, on, like, a couple years ago. Right. Like, randomly. Because I was like, oh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely three times in the course of these last, like, 15 years. Okay. Um... So we this movie is not. Would you even call it beloved amongst the four of us? Because we basically have never seen this movie <laughs> among yeah. the four of us. No, it's um, 
Good. That's why I'm surprised, like, you know, it's as rated as high as it is and, like, has as many, like, reviews as it does. Because, like, I knew about this movie because I like, you know, Jason Segel and Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I didn't know as many people watched this movie or even knew about this movie based on the reviews. I get how you guys don't, though. Like, it totally makes sense because I feel like, especially around that time, so many other, like, like classic comedies of that era, like, came out. Well, 2009, so was- too, we, we were children. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not like we were going to go out and one, be admitted into this film or two, even really go want, want to go see it. Well, I mean, we were like, I, know, I was in ninth grade, dude. You were a child, Eric. We ninth grade freshmen, is a child, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just because he's got hair on his balls doesn't mean that he's a man. Young <laughs> adult. Right. Yeah, you're right. But like, you're going to go see Harry Potter. You're not going to go see <laughs> I Love You, you know, Man. I'm going to let you but know, But you dude. still wouldn't have been able to get tickets for this movie. was a baller year. Avatar. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. Avatar's not that great. Avatar's not the that blind great. Side. The Blind Side. The Blind Side's not that great. Watchmen's fantastic. Not Orphan. Come over here and I'll teach you how to play some football, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra Bullock. Um, X-Men This Origins is your Wolverine. brother. Protect your brother. This. Now I know your brother died out there in the streets. This is your new brother. He's white. Take care of him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there were good movies that came out that year, but... Like to, I'm saying to James's point. Other than seeing, I I remember this movie being heavily, um, like there were a ton of commercials. I feel yeah, like yeah, it I had a lot of advertisement. Like, the advertisement was strong on this. They put a shit ton of movie into it only to make yeah. fifty million dollars off of it. Um, I mean, I would have to compare it to other budgets. I don't know roughly, like, because, like, so Superbad, Pineapple Express, I remember around that time frame watching those movies and, like, everyone talking about them, everybody rewatching them. I don't know how much they made and how, like, I would need to, like, see the numbers and see, like, the, like, response to it. Right. Because, like, those movies of, like, that came around the same time as this movie are, like, everyone always goes back to them, like, in our age group. That's yeah. Thing yeah, comedies, comedies that year, The Hangover. People love the like hangover. The first hangover is a classic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Boy, they oh boy, overdid it, but that first one. <laughs> it's a classic, but it's problematic. Um, yeah. No, I. for whatever reason, I think people our age tend to gravitate more towards um, stoner comedies, though. Yeah. Which this yeah. movie is 100% not. <laughs> this is not a stoner comedy at all. No. I mean, they only talk about drugs, like, once. And Twice. Even then. The, yeah, they talk so about they acid. Bring up acid and then weed at one point. Right, because you see the it. bong in in the yeah. masturbation station. Like yeah. this movie would be more relatable to us now 100%. that we're in our mid to late twenties versus it being like when we came out. We're in our late to late twenties. <laughs> how old's Eric? I'm in my mid twenties. Yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, the middleest of mid twenty. Yeah. Hey, I had to put it in. I can't say we're in our late twenties and Eric not hit the mark. <laughs> I think only two of us are almost thirty. Um, but yeah. Once you're over 25, you're 30. Yeah, that's true. You, I mean, <laughs> shit. I we walked the dogs today, and my back about fucking snapped in <laughs> half. I needed to ice the bitch. It was terrible. <laughs> um, so like, go ahead. The movies that came out around this time, like in 2009, were like The Hangover and Harry Potter and Watchmen, and and God bless Watchmen. Three yeah. of those, Bl- I think we've said. Eric listed off two of them. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean I those are all good movies. But this movie, like, yeah, this movie is Star totally Trek. a early thirties, late twenties movie. Yeah, because the shit that they're dealing with is like zombie land. Exactly what we're dealing with right now in our lives. But for the most part, I feel like this like is acid. what they rated. 
a rated R comedy movie is. Like, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's it's crude, it's sexual, especially it's it's a it's a guy buddy movie, mm-hmm. and it's like what you kind of expect. It's like, oh, this is stuff you know, guys that are you know getting older and they're still trying to hang out to their youth would say and do. Like, that's what this yeah. movie is. I think it it may have done, but would it have done better or worse if they had more marijuana in it? I guess we'll see. I think you had Pineapple Express on your list, right? So I think this mm-hmm. is one thing that we're going to have to just like put in the back of our mind to think about when we see that movie the next time it comes up to you. I yeah. don't know. So Inglorious Bastards grossed $120 million. But that's a Quentin Tarantino film. And then Avatar yeah. grossed 760000 And that's a James Cameron film. Do yeah. you even remember this director's name? Because <laughs> I don't. James Hamburg. Right? Congratulations, because... It's John. 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 But I was fucking close. <laughs> You're right. You were closer than me. <laughs> I got I, the last name. I, I forgot his name was Hansberg or whatever. But no, fuck. you look at... But you, you can't really compare it to those two films, because uh, Harry Avatar Potter is... You definitely can't What's compare Harry Potter, to Harry though, Potter? actually? I don't know. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. It grossed 301,000. No. Wait, okay. 301.96 million? Million. There's, yeah. there's no compared way that that, that movie... Though. Yeah. Sorry. They're different demographics, right? Like so, James Cameron, or the Avatar's an action movie. Would you compare it to The Hangover? The Hangover is the closest thing we could compare it to. Yeah. So yeah. that grossed $277.32 million. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, this movie yeah. did not do as well. But that's what we're talking and that's about, why, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why The Hangover got two sequels, and this movie only had one movie, though. Yeah. Like, it's because the box office. Yeah, I don't know... Um, where you would go with this movie in a second movie you wouldn't if if they made a sequel to this movie it would have fucking bombed what would they be having a kid yeah (laughs) it'd be like i love you baby yeah and then jason siegel would be like the the sequel would follow jason siegel in some way he'd be the star and it'd be i love you something Something. it it could even be like some woman i love you whatever her name is i love you buddy i love you and him trying yeah, and him trying to like have a like serious relationship is what the sequel would be, yeah. and no one wants to see that. Oh, hey, come on! Damn, you <laughs> my boy like that, dude. Come on okay. now, anyway. Um, dude, Jason Segel kind of fell off. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, he did. I mean, Jason Segel after after High Metro Mother, what did he even do? Other other than forgetting Sarah Marshall in this movie, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's done anything. I don't. Okay. I've seen him in like some Netflix stuff and some TV stuff, but he's not. You're not going to the box office for Jason. He's not Siegel. a star. You're going for no. Paul Rudd, though. Yeah, you're going for <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's gonna lead us really cleanly. Look at me. I'm stating it so that it's really easy for me to find this in the video. Characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a very small list of characters uh, because I just didn't want to post the whole thing and have you guys shit down my throat. So we have Paul Rudd as Peter Clavin, Jason Siegel as Sidney Fife, Rashida Jones mm-hmm. as Zoe Rice, Andy Samberg as Robbie Clavin, John Josh Cook as Alan, Robbie's boyfriend. I don't like the way Wikipedia did this one. Uh, J.K. Yeah. Simmons as uh, Peter's dad, Oswald, Jane Curtin as his mom, Joyce, and Jamie Presley as Denise McLean. So that's Rashida so, Jones' character. Damn, you didn't friend. include what's his face, dude. The, I'm Star Wars, you, dude. John you Favreau. Deleted this, How dare you? You should have deleted this Josh Cook, dude. Look, and... I was in a rush. My back was hurting. <laughs> so real quick, like originally uh, Andy Samberg wasn't supposed to play that role. It was originally going to be John Bernthal, but they Get like the as, fuck out of here. Ugh. 
Yeah, but then obviously as the movie was, they were doing the movie, they're like, oh no, that doesn't fit. Not so they went with a more comedic role. The yeah, The Punisher. The Shane. <laughs> Shane from The Walking Dead, mm. yes. This man only knows how to kill. Yeah, he yeah. he only knows how to be gruff and murder. Yeah, or be a scumbag <laughs> in like <laughs> uh, Baby Driver or Wolf on Wall Street. Just yeah. scumbag. <laughs> um, yeah, so John Favreau was Denise's husband. I don't even remember his fucking name, dude. It doesn't matter. He's just a dick. He's the he's so he played his role, though, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, you know what's so weird about John Favreau though? So like, real he's quick, a fantastic though? actor. Go ahead. Yeah, so like he plays in some movies, especially a lot of times when he's a husband. He's such an a hole. But then you see him like how nice he is in uh in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's so Happy weird. Happy Hogan, yeah, such a comforting yeah. character, especially towards the end of the run. Yeah, because he's also in that movie where they go to like uh, that resort or whatever. And they're, like, trying to, like, save their relationships or whatever. It's a Vince Vaughn movie. And he plays the same character Couples in this movie. Retreat. Yeah. And it's just like, man, he it's so believable. He's a dick. He's so perfect at it, though. Yeah. Hey, girl, do me a favor. Lean that microphone. Dude, I love his uh, show Chef. He's good in that, too. That movie's really good, I've Chef. Never seen Have you it. ever seen it? It's, it's, yeah, it's really good. It's, like, one of those, like, it's a... When you think of, like, good independent films, like, that's what that movie is. It's, like, you know, low budget. Like, you know, it, it was, like, an RT project, but it just came out so well. Like, the writing's good. It has a lot of heart to it. Eat that and, like, it, it's, a, it's a nice, clean flow of the movie. Yeah. This movie's, like, a mini MCU, though. It has legit three people from the MCU. Wait, who? Who's the Paul th- Rudd. Three? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Now he's in the MCU. He was late. He's in there, though. You had, like... And then who else? Oh, John Favreau. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I didn't realize that... Oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. Um, I didn't realize that Jamie Presley was Denise until I was, like, looking up the character list for this. <laughs> and she's only See, like, 43. She was 32. She looks when good. She, she's 32 when she filmed this, this movie. I was like, that's not I, Margot, right? No, they look no. exactly alike, dude. <laughs> It's like her and there's game. like a there's like four women that look like very similar like they actually yeah there's like a meme it. I saw the other day it was like Margot Robbie or for the the actress from Ready or Not also looks similar to them this looks exactly like the both of them <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous oh, um yeah. but I only know her from My Name Is Earl but I guess she's done right. like other stuff but that's she's what I know Earl's her from. girlfriend right ex girlfriend right so back on interest. Jason yeah. Siegel after How I Met Your Mother he was in Sex Tape. Oh, you mean the comedy oh, he did classic sex tape <laughs> yeah. where they, uh, we put it up in the clouds so not everybody <laughs> in America has our sex tape. I didn't like, that movie it. killed him and Cameron Diaz's career. Well, Cameron <laughs> like, Diaz's career was already on a stark fucking decline. She made Well, yeah, she also did movies. Bad Teacher around that time. Trash yeah, around. he was in that, too. Yeah, but it's not good. <laughs> but he was the feature, yeah. He was supposed to sell that movie. and What was he, like, the gym teacher? Girl, you're asking he, the in, wrong uh, crowd, bro. In Bad Teacher, gym, Jason yeah. Siegel is the the gym teacher. Yes, yeah. he's a, they're both in both those movies. I'm glad y'all knew that because. But Jason Siegel's a supporting actor in Bad Teacher because like Justin Timberlake's the like the male lead. Something. I mean, that's, yeah, that's where Jason Siegel should be is supporting actor. Totally, a hundred percent. Like even in How I Met Your Mother, like if he doesn't, he's funny in his role, but he doesn't carry that, and he's not even the lead comedian in that role. No. So like he works so well because MPH, and then the story is based around uh, Ted's character. I think of his real name right now. Um, Ted Mosby. But yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why everyone ever thought he was going to be like... Because everything he's done, he's been like the right-hand man. He's the best friend. He's just, he's, too, not a, he's just too relaxed. He's no Kevin Hart, I'll tell you what. Josh Randor. Yes. The, the singer himself. He put out an album or something like that, didn't he? No, I don't know. Did he? Um, sure. Yeah, I didn't really like that dude. I mean, like Jason he's funny Siegel? and all, but like... I, I hate his I character. Think, in I think film. Seth Rogen plays a better slutty. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seth Rogen's a better actor in general. I would say like, so also. Seth Rogen's done serious movies and he has better chops. Like outside of forgetting Sarah Marshall, like Jason Segel doesn't really like carry anything. I also think the slacker genre is kind of dead. I mean, I don't find slackers to be terribly funny, and I guess maybe he's not a slacker in this movie, but he's. He's a man-child, but not as much of a man-child as, um, what the hell is it? Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, yeah. right? Because they're like man-children. They're, they are 12-year-old yeah, yeah. boys in 45-year-old bodies. Yeah, well, they're like, yeah, because Will Ferrell and John C. Riley usually play like someone, some other adult is taking care of them. Like, right. uh, Jason Segel's taking care of himself. He has a good job. He has like a fully furnished, like, garage slash second house, house yeah yeah so it's like and he's like rich like it's not like he's doing bad he just like they're living in california he, for crying out loud he just kind of comes off as a prick the whole movie the whole movie yeah, i was he, like ooh, you're so slimy he just seems Jason he seems selfish is the thing yeah. and it's like he wants people to do what he wants to do and whatever makes him happy and whatever like but i even like in a sense of like happiness he just wants to have fun yeah and all his friends are growing up so he needs new friends to kind of take that place yeah um. Everybody felt yeah, great when he, when he asked for that money, dude. I was like, "Oof." Oh yeah, and you this had never is, seen this it, is where right? Shit yeah. goes south. Yeah, I thought he was gonna end up being like a bad guy. Definitely, he's kind of a bad guy. Hundred percent. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, it was too late in the movie though for that to happen. But yeah, like the first like time seeing it through, left. I totally could see that. Like the first time watching it, yeah, you thought like, "Oh, he's never seen this money back." <laughs> Sydney's probably not even his real name. Right. Well, I always thought he was kind of, like, shady from the beginning because I'm like, you never see him at work. He's an investment, like, broker or some but shit like, like that. Yeah. That literally... And you never see inside his house either. That's the well, thing Paul that Rudd I didn't he's like. always on fucking lunch, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a realtor, right? So he kind of makes his own hours. Yeah. So unless he's out there trying to wheel and deal, like, he doesn't have to be at work. Like, what's Come the point on, of dude. working he in had, an office? He had to sell Lou Ferrigno's house, dude. Come on. Fucking the Hulk himself. <laughs> Man, they... Uh, okay, so Paul Rudd's character, great. Paul Rudd's awesome. That man could do no wrong. He's the he second coming awkward, of Tom dude. Hanks. Dude, there was one scene so that awkward. I thought was, like, fantastic because it was cringy. It was so cringe every time. He when the Rush thing's playing and he's slapping the bass. And then, so the whole time at first I'm like, aha, it's funny. And then it's like, okay, I get it. And then you see Rashida Jones actually being like everyone else being like, no, I don't get do it. That, like, yeah. it's enough. Like, stop. And like, <laughs> and I like that because as it started going on, I was like, God, this is stop it. And then like for her character actually portray kind of how we should feel. A normal and, human like, I being, was, you mean? <laughs> yeah. And in the end, it was so funny, though, because, like, I don't know, I liked it at the end, though, because, like, she's like, okay, I stop. And then he does it one more time really funny, and she, like, gets caught off guard, and, and I just thought it was, like, it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely thought that they were going to end the movie with them not getting married 
And I did oh. not think it was going to be like a really happy indie movie. I was like, is this how they're going to play it? Does he realize he doesn't really love this woman? <laughs> Bro, this is a comedy. <laughs> it's like happy the whole movie. It's <laughs> like, oh my God. shit that you're talking yeah. about. Because <laughs> he started asking questions and I was like, oh my God. Um, well, they don't know each other. Yeah. Dude, I said the same thing. So she, of course, did her thing where she looked at me like, he proposed to her after oh eight God. months. Look. And so then I was like, it's only been eight months. They have no fucking idea who that other person is. Like, that's yeah. such a crazy thing to do to just be like, you know what? I'm going to just marry you after eight months. She didn't truly know he didn't have friends until the dinner, the first dinner after they proposed, right. which shows how little they know about each other. Yeah. What well, else? He slapped us oh, the yeah. bass, man. And, and she didn't even know that he bass. played bass. She was like, I didn't know yeah. this. I'm like, which is a big part of his character. <laughs> yeah, like, like that that human being yeah. clearly loves to play the bass guitar. And also she didn't know who the fuck Rush was. Like Yeah. That would be crazy. She Zoomer? Yeah. She's she must have been. That would be so, so crazy if you didn't know who my favorite artist of all time was. Should I like, know your fucking favorite artist? We're not getting married, Eric. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> you. But, like, if Galax didn't know my favorite artist, I'd be fucking stunned. Like, I, What's his favorite artist, Alex? But she might not know that Daft after Punk. only eight months. No, after eight months, there's no way. Maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. She could or couldn't. But, like, the crazy part about I Rush, like they I totally filmed it. I feel like I wouldn't know it if he never told me. Like, if you never told me and I never asked, how am I supposed to know? But he seemed like Rush is a huge part of his life. Yeah. How the fuck have you not talked about Rush up but until that point? But who knows? Like, Sydney brought out a side of him that he never really showed because he didn't have friends that he could do that he with. He had the bitches. He was drowning in the vag. <laughs> I'm sure he said. dropped the bass for somebody. He said, <laughs> there the was bass. no lag in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, so maybe none of the girl past girlfriends would let him bring out like who his favorite artist was or that well, was, he could play the bass. Please them, dude. Well, he was yeah, a it was probably a matter of not that they didn't want to, but he would probably just be like, "No, no, no, you play your music. Don't worry yeah. about it." Well, no, we don't have yeah, based on his music. character, he did whatever Rashida Jones wanted or needed. Like her priorities were before his own. Yeah. So like, yeah, but I mean, it's Rashida if, Jones. Come on. Well, yeah. Um but the crazy part is, so Rush actually filmed this just for, like, so they did a performance just for the movie. Like, they hired them to oh, do shit. it. Yeah, that was really then, Rush. I know yeah. it was really Rush. I mean, I thought it was just, like, happenstance. Oh, like. No. So <laughs> then what happened is they, they, they did this for the film. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to use you or whatever. Can you come perform? And then they stayed around and, like, hung out with them. And then they did this. They did an online concert for free. Yeah. Like, as this was going on. And probably, like, the... What the fuck's the word I'm looking for? Like the cast and crew or whatever got to be in the crowd and like. Ooh, is Paul Rudd Canadian? Probably he's. A I nice don't know, dude. dude. You're the fucking fanboy. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure he is because <laughs> Rush is a Canadian band. Uh, no, he's American. He's Irish. Boy, oh boy, they make that same fucking joke the whole movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. Is that why they make the joke? Because no. he's Irish. No, I don't think so. Oh, but oh my god, I made the joke. Well. Why does everything I say sound like a leprechaun? <laughs> oh, yeah. So dumb. It was funny, though. I liked it. Yeah. It was funny maybe. Maybe the first Maybe two time. times yeah. tops. But they just kept <laughs> running with that joke. Well, did they do the three thing? The rule of three? No, yeah. I think they broke it. I think they made that joke like four or five times. Oh. 
Well, I can was remember the dog two for sure. thing three times, or was that more? Anwar? I think yeah. they said Anwar Sadat probably three times. No, but no, like, the step he, in the dog in poop. The dog oh, no, poop. that was more than three. No, it was three times. I think it so was. So it was the first guy who he was like, ah, and he scared him. The second guy who was like, I'm going to rub your fucking face in it. And then, and the, then woman. the third time was the woman on the beach. Yeah. Good catch. What's dude. crazy Look about at you? You're learning. What's crazy about that woman? It's like her name is Melissa Rouse. She was on The Big Bang Theory. How the fuck so she. <laughs> you don't know if so Paul like... Rudd's American, but you know this bitch on the beach. What are you doing? So like, well, it was one of the facts when I was looking up facts, and it was just like, oh, it, uh, little do people know that the la- the lady to step in the uh, the dog shit is Melissa Rouse from you know Big Bang Theory fame, and I was like, what? Like, I'd have to look back at. It. I obviously didn't see when that? the movie happened. What character does she play? Shitty show, dude. I want to know. Uh, so she plays uh, Bernadette. She's Howard's wife. Oh. oh. She didn't look like Bernadette. Though. No. No, not at all. I think she even had brown hair. She did have brown hair. <laughs> yeah. Um. Huh. That's but yeah, that was before she got famous. Like she went from being like I stepped in dog shit in this movie to like on a sitcom <laughs> for like years and made a bunch of money. She's drowning in the money now. Yeah. Yeah. It's syndicated. Is this syndicated? It's got, yeah. It's yeah. 100% Do they have like three hundred episodes? Well. Even besides that, I think, like, four different channels have it. Like, TBS shows it, uh, and then whatever company owns the actual rights to it. Yeah, like, CBS or something. Yeah, Yeah. it's CBS. But, like, you have to have 100 episodes before you can be syndicated. That's, like, a soft rule. I don't think it's not, like, I don't think it's, like, a real rule. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, it could have changed, like, but I'm pretty sure. Like, if it's... Go ahead. So, like, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe it's not, though, but, like, companies, like, that probably was, like, an unwritten rule. I, yeah, I think it was, like, back, back, back in the day. It was, like, a hard Because they rule. have to have enough to, like, rerun it, and it's so, it's, it's so that if you have it on multiple stations, you're not playing, like, the same episodes type of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but, I would um, want yeah. my show to hit 100 episodes. That'd be dope. Yeah, but, yeah, they I have at least... hits 100 episodes before had, we get right? canceled. It will, because we just do it. No, I wouldn't um, get canceled. <laughs> But Big Bang Theory had 12 seasons at 22 each season. Wow. Hundreds of shitty episodes. Oh, man. I love it. I think it's funny. It's catchy. Um, so, how do you guys feel about the side characters? Like, all the extra people who are, like, his like potential best man. And and her friends, too. Yeah. Ooh, I love the one guy that was like, you a hoe. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah, he was so uh, random. I was <laughs> whore. Yeah, Peter, no. you whore. Uh, when Andy that Sandberg, happened, kissed him. Though. I was like, what the? Yo, they they kissed for so long, dude. Dude, like even the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, this is like a gay date. Like the mother, <laughs> you know, one of them the, famous gay dates. Yeah, well, no, because the mother is like, oh no, it's two friends. It's like no, it's like that other lady is trying to set her son up with your son, yeah. but the mother didn't even see it. And it's just like, because as it was going on, it's like, yeah, that is kind of, I mean, I don't know. I've never really, like, I've never had to, like, find friends like that. So, like, I don't know if that's normal. I don't think it is, man. <laughs> uh, or like, when he I gets organically home, made friends. And he's like, I gotta use Comet. <laughs> his name is Thomas Lennon. <laughs> yeah. And his, uh, his character was Doug Evans. Yeah. Who, I, was who, Doug. who else? What else has he done? Uh, Reno 911 is where you remember him from. Yeah. He's the dude in the short shorts and yeah, like the yeah, boots, yeah. and he does like. Yeah, this I has a pretty good cast yeah. though, like especially like a lot of the side characters. Like, there's like some serious comedians in this movie. Yeah, about Paul Rudd's like asshole coworker. <laughs> oh, um, his name is Tevin Downey. Uh, or well, the character's name is Tevin Downey. The comedian's name is Robert Hubel. He's funny as hell though. He's so yeah. good. 
I think the side characters really popped off. Yeah, I yeah, think so, dude. too. I, but I, I don't... I'm not the biggest fan of, like, his... The people he chose to be, like, his groomsmen or whatever. Like, I hate the dude with the high voice. But it was literally everybody oh. that he oh. had met. Like, he yeah. needed seven right. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it like, broke my... I thought it was so cute when he let the little old man... That little man broke my heart. I know. That little man was adorable. But, um... <laughs> The guy with the high pitched voice is like in a lot of side. Like he plays yeah. a, like a supporting role like that too, because he's in uh, Super Bad. I just hate that character. Uh, the actor's well, fine. I no. think the actor can be pretty funny. I no. think it was the just his voice. This, I feel like you ha- you hate the characters and like you have to hate the characters in this movie, dude. Besides Paul Rudd. <laughs> no, I think the only two that dude, I Lou Ferrigno was such them. a cool guy. I think the only no, Lou's cool. No, Lou like, is a piece of shit too. He was trying to go behind Paul Rudd's back. Come on. Dude, he's just trying to sell his house. Fuck Paul Rudd wasn't Ferrigno, doing his dude. job. Nah, get that shit out of here. He wasn't doing his job, man. He was Paul Rudd was slacking. Dude, you gotta he eat was. though. You gotta keep the calorie count high when you're burning Dude, he was too calories. busy slapping the base. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, like I like Jane, I like uh, like Jane Presley and John Favreau's relationship, where they just fucking dude, yell at each other. Their relationship, dude, it's is so good, bad. No, it's so good. When he, when they, when Rashida Jones and Paul Rudd were making up, and he goes, and when he gets in her shit, he gets so close to her face and goes, oh. "You, you, you're gonna wear that cheerleader outfit for me later, right?" <laughs> yeah, it's so funny though. So like, good. like even uh, anytime, like he. Anything he wants, anytime he needs something done, he's like, all right, but we, like, we have to have sex, though. We, we're <laughs> going to have sex on. with the lights on. The lights on. Like yeah. in Jamaica. <laughs> so the actor that played Doug, I know him from How I Met Your Mother. Doug, Dude, he was that? in like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, but that's where I know him from. Right, yeah, yeah. He was Claus. Klaus, probably. Klaus. Klaus. Not Klaus. Claus. He was Claus. Oh, yeah, he is Klaus. Klaus. I forgot about that. Yeah. He kind of has an accent in this movie, doesn't he? A little bit. Yeah, I think. Doesn't so. he? Yeah, right? I will. What's his native language then? Because he's like he's plays American. German. He's American. Okay. He just does weird voices for whatever reason. Yeah. The high pitched voice guy though, like I, that was such a weird choice to go with, like, because like that's not his real voice. No. Like someone was like, "Hey, this is gonna be funny." You gotta make him and then really they went annoying. With it. He's actually yeah. from Oak Park, Illinois. Who? Doug. Thomas Tom, Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's not too far from me. Oh, my God. You could be oh, no God. Too. You, dude. <laughs> I narrowed my location. Um, <laughs> apparently, the wedding band was played by OK Go, which is kind of cool. That makes sense for the time. 2009. They were big back then. Um, so, uh, J.K. Simmons and Andy Samberg's, uh, like, chemistry is so fucking good. Yeah, I love dude. It. I <laughs> so JK funny. doesn't get enough respect for like his comedic chops. That dude. man deserves every fucking Oscar known to man. He's so. <laughs> hey, you know it's so funny because I was like, dude, I forgot they were both in this movie, and it's like, and they were just in another movie together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Them in Palm Springs is so good. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Palm Springs yet, Eric? No, dude, give it a watch tonight if you're like bored and got nothing else going on. But it's really good. Yeah, fantastic. Um. But yeah, their relationship in this movie is so fucking funny. I got two best friends. <laughs> One of them's your brother. <laughs> and I love though, even in, like in in the end when he's like, "All right, now you are both my uh, best friends." And Peter Demanco or yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or or even just how they open up. Like they hit you so hard and fast with like Andy Samberg is gay. And he's yeah. like Well, your brother always well, made and, a ton and, of best friends. He's probably sucking their dicks though. <laughs> well and two, the way it opens up with JK, like he being the one like to initiate the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah, he was just sucking everybody's dick and he's like, Well, yeah I was, but like I just got charisma. <laughs> Yeah, I made Dad an honorable gay last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Whiplash is on my list for us to watch, for sure. Yeah. Because boy, oh boy. That's J.K. Simmons at his best. Um, yeah. Did you like I seeing, mean, I really like him in other movies, but yeah. Did you like seeing your boy Aziz? Dude, they had Aziz, yeah. Nick Kroll... And then who was? And then the other guy was like a no name or whatever. No one, but yeah, those two are like legit and just in the background. One but really underutilized because those two dudes are, are they can be funny. I I don't think Aziz is the best, but Nick Kroll fucking gets me rolling. Yeah, I mean I find Aziz like he's one of my like uh, Wait, Nick Kroll's especially yeah, like in yeah you just watched in it, like in those little side roles like Aziz is really funny like he comes in hot like that's yeah. why a lot of people don't like Aziz because he's it's real quick and it's a lot and it's really in your face he's too much but in those side roles it's good yeah like I mean, but yeah I would have really liked good. to see more of them yeah yeah the spinoff movie would probably actually be about these dudes <laughs> yeah like Aziz's and Nick Kroll yeah yeah I'd probably watch that though I fuck with Nick Kroll really hard um yeah he I mean I really like him from the league so this is something that I brought up when we were watching the movie, and I would love to get your guys' point of view on it. Rashida Jones had no right to be mad. About what? What? There was, like, a big part of the movie where she got pissed and moved out, Eric. Oh. Well, you didn't elaborate, you fuckhead. What? The only time in the movie <laughs> was she was mad. <laughs> I mean, she was mad twice. She was mad at the toast, and then she was mad well, at Well, that end. toast, though. She had every right yeah. to be mad. Hold on. <laughs> but it, see, that's one of the things, though, that shows you that they were not properly communicating and don't truly know each other. Well, the, like this marriage, they don't stay married. They're gonna get divorced. That's untrue. He but, loves her. Yeah, she's but cheat she for sure. For yeah, sure yeah. What? <laughs> on some hot ass dude in fucking the Caribbean. He's, he puts her on a pedestal, yeah. and as soon as she's not on that pedestal, they have issues in the relationship. I like well, instantly. She just wasn't backing herself hundred percent. Like, how are you gonna push your man to go find a best friend to find to find a best man? And then when he finds this friend and he's trying to give this friend an adequate amount of time to build the relationship, you're like, well, why don't you go slap the base with Sydney? Like, it's but so no, stupid. They're, they're both wrong, though, because the only time she really had an issue with was on Sunday. Sunday is like their day. Well, yeah. And Paul Rudd probably should be a piece man. of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like HBO 2009. <laughs> Were they watching Sopranos? Because if so, that's really good. The Wire um, still was going on in 2009, too. But yeah, like, so, cause she never really complained. Like, so that was the fine, like everything else she was like, okay, sure. It's fine. I don't really like it. Cause you know, I want us to spend more time, but it's okay. But as soon as it came in on their Sunday, that was where she drew the line. Well, he also, the other big thing that she said, right. Was that he wasn't paying attention to her during the show, but yeah. like, yeah, you guys are at a concert girl. What the fuck? Y'all yeah. can't even hear. Dude, each other. he was paying a hundred percent though. To, yeah. Uh, well, to no, he they, were, they were looking at each other's bass. They even had like a joke between each other about slapping the bass. Yeah. She out. just wasn't, the energy wasn't the same. Yeah. I would gravitate so, more towards Jason Siegel in yeah. that situation. They originally turned, she's feeling it. He's feeling it. Yeah. And then he turns to her and then, and Jason Siegel's really going with it and they get hyped. And instead of her trying to like make herself a part of it, she just like stood off like, whoa, why they like, but I, she didn't understand their relationship either. She yeah. didn't understand. 
Paul Rudd and Jason Segel's relationship. We're just she had never really seen it. We're just gonna lick and suck and play whatever instrument. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her leaving the house was like totally unnecessary. That was much. <laughs> but yeah, I. But I think because that's like honestly the first time in their relationship she ever felt like she wasn't the most important thing to him. Right. And she instantly like ran away. So that's why I think I was like, well, she is shitty for that. <laughs> she definitely should not have moved out. No. They should have sat down no. and talked about it. Yeah, because as soon as they have, and that's their issue though. Anytime they have like a issue, it's like as soon as they talked it out, they were fine. Right. But like, why didn't they originally talk it out? Yeah, you're right. She shouldn't have been conflict. telling her friends about all the sexy things either. True. Yeah, that, and that I hated that too because she legit was like, he legit said it, and then like I'm glad he corrected her right away because she was just like, it's different. It's like no, it's literally the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, fuck all that. When they were initially saying that stuff in the car, I was like, wait, is she cheating? Because <laughs> <laughs> Paul cheating. was, like, confused. He was like, what? But I guess he was just like, why would you tell them that? Yeah, I mean, why would I, you? I more or less thought, like, wait, we never went to that place. That's what I thought, too, even the second time. I thought it was with it. a different boyfriend. Yeah, I thought it was, like, they were just remembering, like, Carl from <laughs> six years ago or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the other issue is, like, dude, you set him up for failure. Don't ever be on speakerphone and not let the other parties know who's all there. Yo, I literally <laughs> said the same thing to Alex. I said, why the... Yeah. All he had to do is go, hey, I'm in the car, too. And they would have shut the yeah. fuck up. But, yeah, yeah, she was real dumb for that. But he's always trying to be, like, <laughs> like quiet. Like, even in the, the scene where he's, yeah. like, making him the, the root beer floats. I'd have kicked that motherfucking <laughs> Door open so hard, I'd have been like, "What's up, dude?" I would have been embarrassed for the rest of my life. Oh, it, like, yeah, it would have been so terrible. The relationship would have been over. I don't know if the relationship would have been over. I'm like, man, this is what they all say about me behind my back. Yeah, just shit talking me. But they weren't the wrong. Time. Yeah, like it is a little. It would be a little awkward, right? Like, because he doesn't have his own friends. Like that's kind of weird. I mean, but he was... But it's not like he was doing weird things instead no. of having friends. Well, apparently, they all think that he's a godsend. Because they were like, oh, he goes down on you six times a week. You gotta lock yeah. that tongue down. <laughs> um, but, like, he, he chooses to, like, he he made his priorities. Right. It was, you know, uh, really, like, work or, you know, relationship. I don't, it doesn't matter which order, really. And then he just was like, I don't really need friends. But he, he had friends. Like, the assumption is that he's never had friends. His friends were just female friends. Yeah. Did you see how well he jives with people, like the female workers Dude, at work? he was working that fucking room around Hard. the water cooler. Because they said, like, he's always had girlfriends. I think it's also, yeah, they meant, like, you know, girlfriends, like, you know, oh, yeah, his relationship. But he also had girlfriends. Right. And, I, I mean, that one girl was like, oh, you know, you never got, you never let me have a chance, Peter. Like, yeah, he could have made them his groomsmen. Totally. If this movie was made today, some of them would have been in his party. I would say so. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm even kind of surprised that they weren't, though, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't even, outside of that one scene, they don't really, like, go that angle. Yeah, they're just super nice to him and, like, say hi to him. Yeah, they're trying to say, like, hey, he doesn't have any friends. When it's like, no, he doesn't have guy friends. Yeah, he doesn't click. Because he's, yeah, yeah he doesn't click with women. Like, and he's like, I don't know why, because he, when he does interact with people, he's fine for the most part. Yeah. But they make all men Those seem goodbyes. super crude, though. Dude, uh, that was my least favorite part about Jason Siegel's character. It's like, ugh, I hate this this version of like, 
Oh, well, you gotta be a fucking alpha male, bro. You gotta go. Well, out yeah, there, that's the thing. Yeah, so much testosterone. You gotta just yell at dudes when they yell at you, and like, fuck it. We we're gonna fight Lou Ferrigno because we're men. Damn it. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. but that's the thing. Like, Ugh. the perspective of this movie is like he doesn't have male friends because he's like more feminine. I guess you can say he's like. He's a beta type yeah, of Yeah, he's more feminine. And, yeah, and it's just like he's the only beta like in the whole movie. Yeah. Even <laughs> like, even the dude with the squeaky voice is more of a fucking alpha than he is. Yeah, dude, he was hitting it, man. You know, one more, man. <laughs> he was also going to fight that dude at the soccer game. <laughs> he box yeah. his ass. And even, uh, even the guy that was like kind of being in a relationship with him was aggressive. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He tongue fucks him, I think, as Andy Samberg said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my least favorite part. I can see that. That's right. I'm jumping ahead. And visual representation of when to drop the new video. Boom. Uh, <laughs> so, Eric, what's your favorite part? Uh, I liked it when his fucking coworker was like, M. Night Shyamalan took this photo. <laughs> I don't know. It just got me. <laughs> that <laughs> one. It was, it was, so it was such a random line, but it's good. Yeah, it was just so random. <laughs> That's the first time I laughed in the movie. I was like, all right. Oh, really? You didn't... That was the first time you laughed in the movie? Yeah, up until then, I was just like, man, this shit is... Dog shit. Well, it's crude humor. If you don't like crude humor, you don't like this I, movie. But I do. But I just, I didn't find it funny. I don't know, dude. Some of those jokes hit. But I mean, fair enough. All right, Galax, what was your favorite part? I really liked when he called Jason Siegel's character the first time, and he was just rambling on the voicemail, because I was like... This is me. I feel like this is what I sound like <laughs> at work, trying to leave a patient a voicemail. Hi, this is... <laughs> Leaving voicemails is the worst. Hi, like... this is John Doe calling for Alex. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Alex. <laughs> yeah. And all the time I forget my number. I'm like, um, you can reach me back at. Oh, um, there's been plenty uh, of times where I've given uh, patients my cell phone number, and then oh. I'm like, uh, wait, no, hey, don't call that. <laughs> don't no. call that number. I give the wrong number all the time. Yeah, or I give them the fax number. I don't know. Or I'm always looking at my coworker, and I'm like, what's her number again? And she's, like, yelling yeah. it. <laughs> I give our portable phone that's, like, off unless we're there. So, like, they can't leave a message or reply back. <laughs> uh, and the I, Comet joke. I really like when he was like, I got to use Comet to wash my mouth because he smelled like cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my favorite part was 100% the relationship between uh, Andy Samberg and J.K. Simmons. Every or the, the few times, because that was the first time I laughed was when he was like, yeah, your brother's probably off sucking dick. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this man don't give a shit. And then, like, you know, they were just, like, super loving with each other or whatever. I Yeah, their chemistry was just awesome. I think I would put them up there as, like, you know, my dream cast of the movie that I've never written. I would love to have the both of them in it. It'd be so good. I really like when he gave him the rings. I know Andy Samberg was like they, so they happy had some, about it. Yeah. They had some touching moments. They really did. Yeah. Like, um, and it was more so towards the end. But like, they sprinkled in some really good, heartfelt moments, and it didn't feel forced. No. What was his name in the movie? His brother. Robbie. Robbie is like Robbie's lover. Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie's lover. Robbie. <laughs> Guy whose wife is hot as shit. For yeah. Whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, James. What was your favorite part? So. I don't know why, but like when there was the whole poker scene, because it's kind of gross, but and it was so awkward, but it was just so funny. And like when he throws up on him, and it just like this so is strong, chunky, dude. dude I just it just gets bro. me. Like and he's just like get out, get out. He's like I'm sorry, man, get out of my house. <laughs> like 
I've projectiled. Like, <laughs> I've never seen Bonnie do that. Yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. It was just, it was solid. It was like it, it just really fit the movie. Yeah, hundred percent. It was such it was a good like gag and then cut. Like get out. Yeah, cut they didn't stay scene. on it too long. And even when they interact again, they don't even really talk about it because it's so like awkward. Like and just the rest of their interactions throughout the movie, like it sets up the tone for the rest of their interactions yeah. and it just is just so funny every time you see them see each other again or even him explaining it to rashida jones is fucking awesome he's like they <laughs> yeah. just were slamming them and, and i don't drink like that and she goes you don't yeah. honey you never drink like that dude i also related to him because if i slam two beers like that i'm throwing up on somebody <laughs> i was i would be paul rudd 100 <laughs> percent. oh my god uh okay galax what was your least favorite part I really didn't like Paul Rudd's co-worker, Ted. At all? You didn't like him at all? No, and especially when he was like, uh, the urinal cakes, my face is on them. And I'm like, <laughs> ew. Come on. That's good advertisement, that dude. So funny. <laughs> dude, but I, or I when Jason saying. Siegel was like, yeah, his face is on those. <laughs> You're talking about the guy whose face I pee on or some shit yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. You didn't like but that? But he plays person? that role well. Yeah. He plays it. No. He plays... Like, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing. But, like, he does it well. I just didn't like any scene he was really in. But come on. The grandma was a squirter. Yeah. Especially oh, dude, that, that was uncomfortable. I did not that like that. my world up. I loved it. I did not oh, like that. so funny. I was just like, And uh, then Paul was like, I didn't even click I, on I, it. Yeah. yeah. How do I stop it? <laughs> come on. When you hear him, when you see him pop up over the, the cubicle and go, oh, she squirted. <laughs> She's a squirt. <laughs> this should kill me. And then so he's like freaking out, and the lady like walks by, and he's like, "Hey, hi." <laughs> Come on, those things are great. You're insane. This is not your type of comedy. You'd yeah. rather see Tiffany Haddish pee on a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, what was your least favorite part? Um, by the beginning, it the build up. Yeah. I was just like, man. This movie yeah. sucks. Come on. <laughs> I Let's go. I could have done without him being like, this is a property I want to buy, and you know, but I got to save up for the reception. He could have proposed anywhere. <laughs> he didn't have to propose there. But I think it does a good... I agree with you that that seems weak, but I think it does a good job of two things. It shows that there's nobody else in his life because yeah. nobody else is there, right? If you're going to propose to somebody in a movie or a TV show, typically it's big. Right? You see people are there, there's cameras, you know, it's like, aww. But it shows the two most important things in his life Rashida Jones's character and real estate. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, Working as a woman, that's all he cared about. I did think But it I was agree cute. it was weak because yeah. it was weird because you don't know these characters yet, right? Yeah. So. I, I think it was cute how he proposed because he was like, you know, I got to save up for the reception. And she was like, like, what reception? And he's like, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. You're the like, second most important thing in my life. <laughs> Rashida Jones face. and Andy Samberg have a movie together. Like it's a rom com. They have very good chemistry. What is that? Uh, Celeste and Jesse Forever. I've defeated. Um, I like Rashida but yeah, it's, Jones. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. I mean, I feel like she plays the same character, but like she does it well, so I'll roll with it. Yeah. Um. So my least favorite part is just the the male characterization on. Jason Siegel's part, and then other little things that, uh, like, Paul Rudd does to try and make himself seem like a man. So, like, mm-hmm. in the dating scene, the the part that is really my least favorite is in the dating scene, 
or when he's like dating, man dating around or whatever, and he gets to the scene with uh, Thomas Lennon's character, and he there a woman walks by and he's like, ooh, ah, ooh, fuck, ooh, I tear that ass up. That happened and I was like, oh, that's so gross. Get this shit out of here. Like I, yeah. I mean, I I've never done that. I don't like that. I think that that is so fucking weird to me. So well, it's weird too in the context of the movie as well because it's like, and then he's like, because then you're like, oh, okay, this is they're just two guys, and then it's like, then he kisses them like ten seconds later. Yeah, and so and yeah. this is supposed to be a guy who like loves his wife more than anything, and then like yeah. seeing him when they're out and about just getting. Well, I drinks. think he was just he was just like uh, mirroring. Well, yeah, right? but that's what I'm saying. That's what I don't like. I don't like the characterization of what a man should be in this movie. And I know I'm just being an SJW cuck or whatever, but. I, that that shit always comes off real nasty. I mean, it's just it's like the weird, creepy old guy shit where it's like, "Hey, Tuts, bend over and get that pencil for me." <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But it's true though. It's because when this movie came out, yeah, like, right. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you would have the same things to. I would hope you wouldn't, but who fucking knows? And then it was really no. weird that he didn't stop him from kissing him because he like kissed him once. Dude, he embraced it, and he was just kind of like, "Okay." And then he kissed he him like, again, Ugh. and he was like, Ugh. Hey, <laughs> "But that's Paul Rudd's character. Yeah. Paul Rudd's yeah. a pleaser." He wants to make everyone happy no matter what. And he's not someone who would dive into the conflict at all. He yeah. Would yeah. Be like, ah. He doesn't do conflict at all. Yeah. It's instantly so. like, okay, um, you may be wrong, but let's, you know, just, like, make it okay. Well, yeah, we'll let it play out as long as we have to, <laughs> and then we'll finish it. Yeah. Uh, James, what was your least favorite part? Um, Probably the whole, like, uh, breakup of the friendship towards the end, because it's like... You don't even get enough time to stew in it, and it's kind of over. They're, like, back to being best friends again. So, like, I get it because it's the third act. They needed to have some kind of drama and conflict. Right. But, like, they didn't need to do it because it, it had no effect and it had no importance to the movie at all. Okay. I mean, I think they needed to do it, though. Otherwise, there would have been no conflict in the in the last act. What would have been the conflict if they didn't do that? Did they really need it? Yeah. They needed something, right? Yeah, because it's the, it's the rise, the apex, right? And then the fall, and then the resolution. Mm-hmm. So they're needed. Yeah, I get a- how movies are formed, but, like, <laughs> if this movie didn't do it, it would have been fine. I don't think the movie would have been worse or better. I think the pacing would have been awkward. The third act is quick in general, but, like, yeah. a lot of movies don't do good third acts in general. Like, third acts are just usually James always terrible. hates the third act of every movie. Yeah. In most you know, movies, yeah. James is really big on two things. Don't have too many women and no third <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> he said most don't women Don't have too suck. many underdeveloped women well, is my problem. Too many women. Well, they, your, it's no going to be like, <laughs> you're just going to keep on rising then. There's no. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Or it would, apex, the top. it would apex and then plateau. And yep. end on like the same note. You're right. Yep. Get rid of the women. Get rid of the third act. We need two act movies with nothing but men. I never said don't have <laughs> women. All right, women. so uh, Eric. <laughs> all right, all right, James. Do the end of a score. Questions. All right. Wait, 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 all wait, right, wait, Eric. Wait. Can we talk about how good he looked in that blue tux, though? Yo. Oh, Paul sharp tux, right? Paul <laughs> that was had the move. A motherfucking dump truck ass, dude. <laughs> Dude, had, I missed you, it. I was like, I wasn't looking at did his Did you ass. really not see Paul Rudd's ass? No. Dude has a... No, I didn't pay attention. Dude has a motherfucking <laughs> wagon he's dragging around. But he dude. always has, because in Ant-Man, in those tights, he still does. Yeah, dude's got a, um, he's got a donk. But what I thought was weird, as I was like, as I was watching, I was like, that shit looks good. And I was like, 
They should not be wearing traditional tux behind no. him. It did not look good. It looks so weird. <laughs> them just in black tuxes and he's wearing a blue yeah. suit. Yeah. But that's also too because last minute he picked his people. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised all of them had tuxes. Like, I yeah, think Zoo had a tux. I like the black and the blue. Ah, it's weird. No. I mean, black it and look, blue don't look, look don't really go I mean, together. It's 2009, but... dude. Come yeah. on. Yeah, nobody had fashion back then. Well, yeah, it was, it was like he was... It's because Jason Segel's like, this is your moment to shine as well. So he does really stand out. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everyone else looks like shit. All right, James, do you want to ask the cinema score questions or do you want someone else to do it? Uh, I mean, I can. Go for it. Eric, would you rent it? Nope. Would you buy this movie? Nope. Would you buy this movie at Best Buy? No. Wow, well, hold on. You didn't. For $5. You go. I was going to say, don't forget the $5. Nope, Five. not even $5. Wow. Damn. Would you put this movie on in the background? Sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend? Or would you put it on there? Yeah, I would recommend it. At least watch it once. If you're a Paul Rudd fan. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. All right. Uh, Alex, would you rent it? No. Would you buy this movie? No. Would you buy this movie for $5 at Best Buy, Walmart, or FYE? Question mark. Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, would you put it on the background while people are over? Um, maybe. I don't know if this is really a movie you can, like, pop into. I guess maybe you could. I don't know. There's The stakes are so fucking low. This is one of the only... Yeah, it's in contradiction. You could just throw, throw it yeah. out. The only part that'd be confusing is, like, if you didn't see why Rashida Jones is mad. And then yeah. you're like, why the fuck did she move out? Yeah, you're like, wait, where'd she go? Yeah. Why is Jamie Presley going to be dressed up what? as a You would be like, oh, maybe it's because they're getting married tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, would, <laughs> would you recommend? Yeah. Joey, would you rent it? No. Would you buy this movie? Nope. Would you buy this movie for five dollars? No. Would you put this movie in the background of people around? One hundred percent. Yeah, I I could see that. Would you recommend? I would only recommend to fans of Paul Rudd, J.K. Simmons, and Andy Samberg. Wait, this is a so good a early question. Andy Samberg. Thing. It really is. How would you put this movie on in the background for people if you don't own it? It's, if it's you're at the... somebody's house and they have I Love You Man and they're like, what are we supposed to watch while we're drinking? I'd put I Love You Man on. Out of I would put these... almost anything else on. It's a, it's a hypothetical. Yeah, it's just a hypothetical. This doesn't make sense. I get what you're saying, though. You're the least <laughs> logical person here and you're like, but wait, the math doesn't Where's check. Where's the logic? <laughs> uh, so would I rent it? No. Um, would I buy this movie? No. Uh, would I buy this movie for five dollars? Definitely. Would I put it on the background? Uh, yeah, depending on who's around because it's a little crude at points. Uh, and would I recommend it? I would because I do think it's funny. Dude, I'm putting this shit on at the church youth group and letting <laughs> that shit ride, dude. Cause like I honestly like this. Cause especially when it comes to, like, would you buy this movie? I know like I suggested it, but it's like I've had so many opportunities to buy it and I haven't. Right. So like, but if I saw it for five dollars, you know, like. I probably would pick it up. Yeah. If I was just looking for a $5 movie to buy and it was the first one I picked yeah. up out of the bin, I'd be like, sure. If I was looking for a disc <laughs> well, yeah. to just break indiscriminately. Well, no, if I see, even if I seen the digital one, it's like, oh, this movie's on sale for $5. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think uh, I would just buy it off Voodoo first. 
Yeah. Maybe we should. Yeah. We should add that as a question. Would you buy, would it, you digitally? buy it digitally? I'll add it. I'll add it to the to the. Because nowadays, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Would you buy it like on sale digitally? Is the move. Buy. I only buy like the Conjuring movies. Those are the ones. Oh yeah, physically. Physically. Yeah. And then we buy. I don't s- buy any physical movies. I only buy movies that I absolutely loved. That and steelbooks. Yeah. Buy a lot of steelbooks. Well, but I don't buy steelbooks of movies I don't like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go to the store and be like. Do you guys have the I Love You Man European Steelbook? <laughs> See, like, if I collected steelbooks, I would do it, right. but, like, I don't need I don't need them. Because right. it's like, I can put them online, they'll be on the cloud, and I'll watch them when I watch yeah. them. Okay, ratings. Uh, Galax, what's your rating for I Love You Man? I give it eight Paul Rudd butts Ooh. out of ten. <laughs> That's a nice bet. Before I ask the next person, I have M- I have Mount Bioshock 1,222 in the chat asking, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and views on bigfollows.com. Uh-uh. <laughs> that sounds like a virus if I ever heard one. <laughs> Eric, what is your rating for 2009's I Love You Man? Give it a 5.5 Jobins. Out of ten Jobins. Um I would probably give this movie six and a half uncleaned dog shits out of ten. Whoa. Yeah. Alright, James, for the movie you made us watch, the Paul Rudd Jason Siegel comedy, I love you, man. The middle of the road comedy, playing it safe. No fucking nothing. What would you rate this movie? Uh, probably eight out of ten bass slaps. Wow, <laughs> you're slapping the bass eight times out of ten. Huh? <laughs> slapping really high, dude. Really yeah, high. really high, really high. How do you normally play? Well, low, low, but when you know when you're your air bass, air bass is always gonna be high. All I right, think cool. this is the first movie that James has suggested that I've actually liked. You're fucking crazy. Moneyball. I don't is remember a what movies other than Moneyball. I like Ball. Moneyball, but I don't like sport movies. It isn't even a sport movie. Yes, it that is. That movie's a drama. It's a drama. It's fucking baseball. <laughs> it ain't no league of their own, though. It ain't no build it, they will come. You know, it's not major league. <laughs> but we could talk about that some other time because you're insane. This movie is actually, I think, James's weakest film. Yeah, he's. I don't know what the second 100%. film I did. What? I don't remember the second film I recommended. I don't know. We can look it up or, later. Or is this the second we're, we're running film. close to time. We're already over an hour. Yeah, we could cut it. <laughs> we're not cutting this. I don't cut. All right. Uh, I know. Okay, so the next podcast is going to Eric. Um, Wait, did you even say any of the facts, James? He, yeah, he yeah, said a couple I facts. did. He, I, he I said them it. as we went on. It was actually the cleanest fact because he was like, I mean. If it I was brought Al- up. Alex is the one who's the best at, like, making sure her facts are said. But yours yeah. are so ham-fisted. You go, I, no, I found like a fact that says <laughs> James's was super clean. He well, did- I try to make it as we go. Like, if something gets right. brought up about that fact, and I'm like, oh, but wait. Yeah, that's what's not <laughs> clean about it. James's was, like, talking about the part of the movie specifically to talk about the fact. Whatever. We're super clean. Hey, we're learning. You know, you just now figured out which <laughs> mic is best for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is or how to dead. turn it on. Who knows? Okay, so the next pick is Eric's. So I'm going to share this window. Eric chose the following three movies. No, I thought he only. I totally one. forgot already. I too. thought he only chose one. No, he did. I did only choose one initially, but well, I wanted, look, come on, you know. dude! I told you we could change it. Eric. The will is a, sa- a sacred part. Dude. The, the will, will is, is part sacred. of our brand. Wait, what'd you say? 
It's part of our brand. It is kind if of we have brand. t-shirts, the will is going to be our first t-shirt. It should Good. be a will with all <laughs> of our names on it. will, though, is what we <laughs> yeah. should make it. It should say, yeah. Okay, so we have Old Boy, Memento, and The Farewell are the three movies that we have. So, Dude, I hope it's The Farewell. Oh, please be, please old boy. be The Farewell. Eric, you want to call it? I, you don't want to watch Old Boy. Spin Try Why? that will. Will. Oh, I was like, I can't see the will. Hey! Yeah, dude, I've been trying to see this movie. I've been meaning to see this movie. Alright, that's good. I'm glad because... Oh, look. Oh, you leaked it. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) You leaked your... uh, Oh, no! Your list. Not my potential films. Not again. Well, too much. Why did you turn your camera off, Eric? (laughs) I didn't mean to. (laughs) Man, we're just trying to close it for you. (laughs) I never know how to to stop... Watching your stream, I, I went to cut it off and then the, you close it. I always hit disconnect. Um, <laughs> uh, where's the fucking closing? I I need to just memorize this because I don't know why I haven't done that yet. Oh my god! The star is we need to do. You need to what? Star it. Yeah, that is really. He says you need to start it. Hurry up! Need to start it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the outro is in the main thing. I'm just an idiot. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in on twitch.tv slash sooner or later if you actually showed up. That one bot showed up, Mount Bioshock. Thanks for supporting Hell yeah. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Um, for our review of I Love You, Man, uh, continue listening and watching and showing your support over on our Twitter, at sooner or later TV. Um, I want to call out Vicky, our biggest fan, for <laughs> submitting the first user um, or the listener submitted request for V for Vendetta. Um, so what we're going to do this? I love V for Vendetta. Well, let me tell you, uh, the next time. So what we're going to do is at the end of the rotation, we're going to have user or listener submitted movies. So after my pick, I think I'm the end of the line. Um, what we'll do is we'll take all of the listener submitted, uh, movies and we'll put it on the will and then we'll let the will decide. So if nobody else submits anything, which most likely nobody will, uh, our next movie after me is going to be V for Vendetta. Um, so show your support over on our Twitter. We do actively look at the Twitter uh, and on Facebook, which you can find by searching Sooner or Later TV. Uh, if you couldn't catch us on Twitch, then listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Google Play Podcasts, everything. We're on everything. Um, and you could just search for us um, as Sooner or Later, and you should find it. Our episodes are recorded on Sundays and uploaded every Tuesday. Um, but I think what we're going to do this week is we're going to cut the podcast into chunks and submit it, or and then upload it on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then have the full podcast on Friday. Um, so we're either going to do that or we're not going to do that. We'll see how that turns out. Um, so tune in next week. All right, so follow us on Twitter at Sooner or Later TV, Facebook Sooner or Later TV, Twitch is Twitch.tv slash Sooner or Later TV. YouTube is Sooner or Later TV. Uh, And tune in next week for our review of The Farewell. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.